welcome back to the Politics Unbox podcast. My name is Reese, and um, well, if you are listening from the United Kingdom, as I know most people listening to this probably are, it has finally happened. Um, as of eight thirty-two on the twenty-third of March. Um, we have known that the country will be in its first proper lockdown from sort of either yesterday evening or today, uh, yesterday being the 23rd of March. Um, the Prime Minister made a ministerial statement. He came live on most channels, like most channels cleared their, their time slot for him, and he had about five minutes worth of uh, a full full speech to say. Um, this has ramped up what has been seen as this gradual process of um, sort of increasing measures to deal with coronavirus. And um, the prime minister had some stark stark warnings. He was saying that without a huge national effort to halt the growth of the virus. There will come a moment when no health service in the world could possibly cope, saying there wouldn't be enough ventilators, enough intensive care beds, enough doctors and nurses. And those are genuine concerns. Uh, we've seen what's happened in Italy over the past few weeks with COVID-19 and the coronavirus, and they had their health services completely overrun. Uh, we don't want to see that happening in the United Kingdom, and that is why the Prime Minister has made this uh, decision. Some would say, some would say too late. By this time in their outbreaks, in terms of numbers of fatalities, Italy and France, I believe, had already both instituted quarantines. Others would say uh, that this is the time to do it. Um, again, there is, is much debate over what the right timing is, and I don't think we'll ever find out what the right timing is until this is long gone. Uh, what has happened, though, uh, the Prime Minister has essentially given the instruction to stay at home. People should be staying at home to stop the disease spreading between households. Uh, there were pictures over the weekend of people in Clapham Common in huge numbers, people in uh, Richmond Park, um, still going against what was even then the government advice on the matter. Um, but now it is an instruction from government. Um, this twinned with the uh, emergency powers bill that I did my most recent, or my no, my second most recent podcast. If you listen to this one, on um, should give the government the power to enforce most of those um, instructions. So, uh, for those people who didn't get to hear the the statement, or who uh, are unsure what some of the the things mean, I have a copy of the statement in front of me now. I'm going to sort of go through it, all the important bits. Um, as close to line by line as I can, and try and make sure that all of it is is put into out of the political jargon. So where social distancing might have been used before, I'll try and break down some of the the words that have been being used here because a lot of it is brilliant, wonderful, snappy catchphrases such as social distancing. But social distancing means different things to different people if they haven't got the accurate real world definitions in front of them. So. Um, after talking about how there would be pressures on the NHS, 
Um, Boris Johnson went on to list that people should be staying inside apart from for the following very limited purposes. And now this is a direct quote from the Prime Minister's statement. Shopping for basic necessities as infrequently as possible. One form of exercise a day, for example, a run, walk or cycle, alone or with members of your household. Any medical need to provide care or to help a vulnerable person and travelling to and from work, but only where this is absolutely necessary and cannot be done from home. And that is all. These are the only reasons you should leave your home. And that's where the direct quote from the Prime Minister ends. So, shopping for basic necessities, food, supplies. Um, if you do run low on toilet roll, not that many people will be judging by the, the presumed stockpiling of it. Um, and then probably trying to limit it to about once a week if you can, if you can do more. Brilliant, but again, by doing more runs the risk of taking the stock off the shelves. And so I think the guidelines there that have been widely circulated by uh, a lot of media outlets and some people within uh, ministerial posts looking at about once a week for shopping. Um, one form of exercise a day, the run, walk or cycle, try to do them alone. And if you do do them as a group, keeping them within your family unit. These measures are designed to isolate the pockets of viral infection. Um, therefore, if, even if it's just, I don't know, going out to a, a tennis court to play a, play a match against someone from three houses over or, or whatever it is, that provides the risk that someone in one of those households is acting as a vector. They are Maybe they are a carrier for the disease as well. They're showing no symptoms but still possibly has COVID-19 because as we know there's a 14-day incubation period. So by cutting down on any joint activities from outside of your household it really means that there is now no real chance for people to be spreading this from household to household and if you're staying within your household um, then it won't be won't be spreading with the same same rate as it could before. Uh, for any medical needs to provide care or help to a vulnerable person uh, if you are potentially volunteering then uh, you would be able to go and continue your your volunteering um, to help an old elderly person perhaps with their with their shopping trips or with some form of care that again does not put yourself or them at uh, any risk of infection um, and if you have any medical need yourself that requires uh, you to leave the house of course you will not be forced to uh, suffer in your own home if there are ways that you can find your medical need alleviated elsewhere you are perfectly free to go out and seek that medical aid and then travelling to and from work only when absolutely necessary. So the government really probably, if they could, they would narrow it down to sort of these these key workers, so retail, delivery and um, the health sector. But uh, a majority or certainly an ever-increasing number of work is now being uh, done from home, or rather amount of work, I should say, is now being done from home anyway, so that... Um, shouldn't be too difficult for most of the industries that are, are still are still operating. Um, so again, uh, he then went on to elaborate. So you should be going, should not be going shopping except for food, medicine, and essentials. Doing this as little as you can. There are food delivery services which have been uh, going on recruitment drives. I know that um, 
some people people around me who I, I know have been applying for some of the jobs. So those food delivery services are very much something that could be taken advantage of. I know that they'll be lowering the delivery charges on um, on most of them for a little while, or I'd imagine they, they will be on some supermarkets if they haven't done them already. Um, something that the government will be doing to try and make sure people people comply with uh, with what is going on. Um, the government will be giving the police the power to enforce them. They will be allowed to uh, introduce fines to people who are flouting these government regulations and they will also have the power to disperse these gatherings. Um, also, again, I'm now going to lift another direct quote from the Prime Minister's statement to ensure compliance with the government's instruction to stay home. Uh, the government will immediately close all shops selling non-essential goods, including clothing and electronic stores and other premises, including libraries, playgrounds and outdoor gyms and places of worship. Um, they will, we will stop all gatherings of more than two people in public, excluding people you live with, and we'll stop all social events, including weddings, baptisms and other ceremonies, ceremonies sorry, but excluding funerals. Um, Parks will remain open for exercise, but gatherings will be dispersed. And that's where the quote uh, again ends. So, essentially, any shop that is not selling food, medicine, or other necessities will be closed. So, even, um, even as he said, the clothing and electronic stores. Um, so, it's just going to be, essentially, supermarkets and uh, pharmacies, things like that. Libraries, playgrounds outdoor gyms, other um, other places of worship as well, those are being closed. Again, trying to cut down on those inter-family public gatherings. They're trying to really isolate off each different family unit uh, so that people can be as safe from the impacts of COVID-19 as they possibly can be. Again, so yeah, that's libraries, playgrounds, outdoor gyms and places of worship. They're all going to be closed. Um, following on from that, all gatherings of more than two people in public, um, unless of course you, you live with them. So that is leaving the door open slightly there. I'm not sure if the Prime Minister um, had quite anticipated that people might be reading quite so much into these, but that implies that you may be able to meet with one other person from outside of your um, family grouping, but I would suggest that would be Again, maintaining the social distancing, staying two metres away from them, and certainly uh, not inviting them round to, to someone's house. So that's what the, the reading of this suggests. Because, again, houses, uh, once you're inside that household group, you have the risk of either bringing something into it or taking something away from it. Um, either way, you could then become a vector for the COVID-19 virus. And finally, all social events being... Um, stopped except for for funerals that's a, a big move especially as church and state not separated here stopping weddings and baptisms but again just another measure to try and stop families outside of their household groups just coming uh, together with other families to spread possibly um, these this virus um, by minimizing all these different routes of transmission it is so much easier to try and contain the virus and trying to minimise uh, 
the transition risk, making sure that people can stay safe and um, keep keep all of their, their health and different factors intact. Um, now, the government uh, is going to review these in three weeks. So these measures will be in place for three weeks unless the government decides uh, that it is uh, able to make any changes sooner. Um, the speech seemed to hint that they might be looking to relax them in three weeks, but I would not. Uh, I would not take that as a gospel. As far as I'm concerned, they won't be relaxing things in three weeks because, as all the evidence has shown, if you relax just because you think something might be going away, uh, again, it's like taking your foot off the accelerator as you're trying to drive a car up a hill. You lose momentum, and you might even start to go back down the hill, so they will probably um, tighten these regulations before they loosen them. Um, but there is now a much more definitive way ahead. Definitely, uh, this is now a firm strategy from the government. No more advising uh, coming out of that COVID meeting. They seem to be um, preparing to properly enforce these lockdown procedures uh, and that can only be a good thing to stop the transmission of COVID-19 and to minimise the risk to all those people who are more vulnerable and even those who aren't uh, particularly vulnerable but still could have some serious health effects from it because again I keep repeating this but as we've seen in places like Italy um, there are still young people hooked up on ventilators um, no one is immune uh, unless you have already had the same strain that tries to reinfect you. And we do know people are recovering, so that is definitely a possibility. Um, and it is much easier to try and mitigate any risks from COVID-19 by following these regulations. Um, I have no doubt that if the government feels these aren't being followed, then they will step up and use the powers given to them in the Emergency Powers Bill to try and use uh, the police or possibly even the army to enforce them. So it's so much easier if people just follow these regulations. Stay in your homes unless it is necessary. Um, use your exercise time properly. Practice social distancing. Um, as the government say, we are all on the front line of the fight against this virus. There is all something, uh, every one of us has something that we can do. And for most people, that is follow these regulations. Stay inside, uh, and except for your one bit of exercise, which you should do practicing that social distancing, um, and stay inside except for that shopping for essentials, um, and keep social distancing uh, keep hand sanitising, if you have hand sanitizer, uh, wash your hands thoroughly, uh, try to avoid and minimise touching of the face, and if you develop any symptoms, remember to follow the isolation protocol. If you think you have um, COVID-19, you're meant to isolate for um, seven days minimum. Um, if you are pretty certain it is COVID-19, then you and the rest of your family unit should be isolating for 14 days. There is a way out of this. Um, it is unfortunately likely to get worse before it gets better, but we are on the right path now with government action forcing uh, these recommendations to be 
to not be taken lightly. Now, hopefully, we can now, to use the Prime Minister's own phrase, start to turn the tide. There are things we can do. There are things we should do. There are things we will do. That is all we have time for today on the Politics Unboxed podcast. Thank you very much for listening. Um, Stay safe, and I will see you all around here again for the next one. Goodbye. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.